See right here, little Jimmy? See? And the sheep poops. That's right, everybody poops. See little Jimmy right here? The rhinoceros poops. Uh-huh. And then right here, little Jimmy, the giraffe poops. Hey, our truth, our truth, our truth. What's up? Uh, you know, Audible uh, makes it so you don't have to read the kids anymore. What do you... Especially little Jimmy. You saying I don't have to read books to little Jimmy anymore to get him to go to sleep? No, no, no. Go to audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, and there's over 100,000 titles that you can put your little headphones on little Jimmy. So... I don't have to be a good parent or friend to little Jimmy anymore. He can rely on himself. Well, you can put the headphones on. There's over 100,000 titles to choose from for the MP3 players in your life, the iPhones in your life, the Androids in your life, the Kindles in your life, all of those things that little Jimmy uses. So if I were to say, all the books over there, what's up? They say, well, they would say something because they're audible books. So they would say, what's up back to me? Pretty much, yeah. Well, what about all the books over there? They say, what's up? That's right. So, this is great. Hey, little Jimmy, you hear this? Nobody, you ain't gonna read no books no more about everybody pooping. I'm just gonna download books for you, like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's great. Wait a minute, that's not a book for kids. Or Green Mile. No, that's not a book for kids either. Or It. Nah, that's a great book for kids. He loves clowns. I hear that's what it's all about. It's clowns. Hear that, little Jimmy? You love clowns. What's up? Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And you are listening to comedians who live and work in Hollywood who are bringing you all the fun of professional wrestling. All the tasty bon mots. I haven't said that in what's a couple a, weeks. What's a bon mot? Uh, I think it's a French term for tiny delicious meats. Oh. Or uh, bon, bon meats. Is that small, what the right? uh, when they translated Married with Children in France? That Peggy would just eat bon mots instead of bonbons. Yeah, every time someone saw the little bonbons, they were like, "Ah, oh, tiny pieces of meat." Uh, uh, no pig, <laughs> no pig, flush, <laughs> flush, flush. Ah, uh, so comedians. <laughs> yeah, clearly, right? Clearly, suck on that, Al Bundy, <laughs> Ed O'Neill, who could kick her. That guy's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. You know that, right? Uh, I bet he. Uh, he probably. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, he probably rehearses with David Mamet. <laughs> He well, he was in that movie. Yeah, David Mamet does uh, jujitsu. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah, were that was the, that buddies. was a terrible titled movie that he did. Uh, the jujitsu movie? No, David Mamet does jujitsu. Also, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a workout video. It well, it was. It I, just I says think it's called fuck so much. It's, yeah, it, it's though. called "Fuck You," the Brazilian jujitsu workout with David Mamet. Yeah, you dick, you dick. Uh, we had a huge week. This was this is a big week for both of us. Huge week. Uh, big wrestling shows are on. Hey, don't act like you don't know what you did this week. <laughs> I, I, you made Dolph Ziggler so fucking jealous this week, and he doesn't even know it yet. Oh, uh, that's true. That's just true. You had a big gig. I had a big. I had a gig. Uh, I had to dye my hair black, Scott. Yeah, that's well, it's a big about gig. time. Yeah, I I wasn't fooling anybody. Yeah, uh, if anybody met me on the street, they'd think I was a liar, a twenty-two year old. You're grandfather. a liar. Yeah, twenty-two year old grandfather. Um, I got to be in the Archer stage show, like the live reading of episodes. Now, for those that don't know, it's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, a little animated project. No, it's a really funny animated Very show funny. on FX. Very funny. And I got cast to play a small segment where they introduce H. John Benjamin, the voice of Archer. He doesn't look like Archer at all. No. God, no. No, no. he looks, uh, for wrestling fans that don't know what he looks like, I'd say the closest thing that he looks like would be the Fink. Yeah, he looks like that with a with a bigger beard. Yeah, and uh, they introduced each member of the cast to do the, the live reading of an episode. And when they introduced H. John Benjamin, I came out dressed as Archer, and I sort of pantomimed to the crowd. And they give you a suit? No, they gave me a. I had to borrow a very tight turtleneck <laughs> from who? Uh, a lady friend. Oh. Yes. So uh, I now. Phil. A, yeah, it's Phil. It's Phil. Our, it's produ- it's our producer Phil. <laughs> he is super jealous because I've got a really nice, super tight turtleneck. But I came out as Archer, and uh, 
H. John Benjamin talked into a mic, and I had to pantomime everything he was saying to the audience. Lip sync. Uh, lip sync, I believe they call it in the industry, mm-hmm. in, the, in the concert world. Mm. And I did that in Los Angeles, and I also did it in the San Francisco show. You toured. I toured. You did a tour. Hey, it's not my first rodeo, pal. I've toured with Curtain Jerks before. Oh, you're saying uh, H. John Benjamin's an out-of-control bull. Uh, no, he is hilarious. He's very funny. And you you hung with the cast? You're hanging with Archer and the gang? Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. I had uh, I had dinner with them. What? Yeah. Oh, did you pay? Yeah, I had to pay. I had to pay. <laughs> That's fucked up. They were su- hey, rookie. <laughs> they were super gracious, like, for being such a weird day player that it was like I d- had this tiny extra role, and everyone was, like, super welcoming, and they were like, hey, have some sandwiches. Hey, make eye contact. You know, stuff like that. Wow, that's a demanding second thing that they asked of you. <laughs> I need you to make eye contact when you talk to me. And Chew and look. Chew, Chew and look. look. <laughs> so uh, I, I bring that up because uh, this is pertinent to wrestling fans. Many of you probably know Dolph Ziggler huge archer fan he considers himself a real live archer yeah which is silly because he's got uh ramen hair he does have ramen hair but like can you imagine if ziggler was sort of allowed to go off on the mic the way the archer does i I don't know could archer get away with carrying around a briefcase all the time sure it's full of guns and contracts for more guns (laughs) well then he got poop on him that's true i i you know that happened on uh the new year's show right right so I remember, I think I was talking about, someone was telling me, actually, uh, uh, Mark Warzeka was telling me about how they dropped all of this shit on AJ and um, Dolph Ziggler on Uh the New Year's show. And I was like, oh yeah, that happens in wrestling. They drop tons of feces, (laughs) or even, I don't know if this is even worse, fake feces on people. Like, it's obviously not real shit. Yeah, but, but somebody's poor... in the back like, nope, no good. That yeah. doesn't look like shit Not yet. chunky enough. More corn kernels. Like, someone has to make... Make it sick looking. Yeah, like, you... make it look like those people were sick. Yeah, they drank a lot of water and their body could barely process the food. Like, there's something... I forgot about that. I was like, oh, this yeah. This is his second time. Oh, Spirit, and the Spirit Squad. Squad. Yeah. And, and the McMahons, they got shit thrown on them, too. So I don't know if this is, like, Dolph's go-to thing for what's funny. Is like, hey... Throw shit on me. I got blonde hair. Yeah, it's really going to show. It's really, speaking of dyeing your hair, it's really going to show. <laughs> See, he's desperately trying to mimic you, Steve. You Dolph know, Ziggler is obsessed with you right now. I, I'm going to put this out there. Dolph Ziggler is obsessed with Steve Sears and his lifestyle. You know, I can't wait for people to tweet that to Dolph Ziggler and have Dolph Ziggler go, who's Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, that that was big. And then for me, I had my uh, credit card number stolen. I know. It was so strange that the time that I needed to get up to San Francisco so fast, somehow your credit card disappeared. And use gas stations and places that uh, I don't go Between Los Angeles and San Francisco. That's so bizarre. And for larger amounts of money than what my gas tank holds. I don't get it. It's very strange. I don't get it. Uh, I should tell what you the truth. Week. I should tell you the truth. Yeah. I don't know what happened to your card. Well, neither do I. That's what I tell the bank. All right. Well, Raw and Impact were both really gigantic shows. Epics. Uh, Epics. And we were recording this on Wednesday, January 9th. So, you know, the next Impact, we, we don't know what happened. But this past one. This was live. This was one of their yes, coveted they, live they, shows. They still seem to be going live. Uh, we'll get to Raw in a bit. But Impact this week, Kurt Angle made the New Year's resolution that he was going to Unmask all Aces and Eights members. I like this. I like whenever you give a list to Kurt Angle, it'll be a shopping list, a grocery <laughs> store list, a list of things that you need at a hardware store. All of, you know, I'm, I'm saying a yeah. lot of grocery and shopping lists, but I like lists like when they had the top 10 contenders, he was like, I don't want to be in this level. I want to beat everybody and then go for the title. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I think unmasking Aces and Eights, I don't think it will destroy it. I think, if anything, it'll just make it cool. And imagine he gets to the last guy. Well, they can't forever be masked. That'd be a downer. It's like, who are those guys? I don't know. Yeah, no one cares anymore. That's what. I think I was. I, I, that's why I don't give a shit about Rey Mysterio. Yeah, who is that guy? Who are you? No one knows. I, How am I supposed to connect with you? I can't. Yeah, eyes, nose, mouth. Come on. What do those cheekbones look like? What Cheekbones are the windows of the soul. Yeah. But I think if uh, if Kurt Angle does this list. But hear me out. Hear me out. I am because that's all my only choice. Yeah, it's a podcast. What if he gets to the last guy and then the guy unmasks himself and then they have this epic battle and it's Brock Lesnar? <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Aces and eights, brah. <laughs> I was in it on the whole time. <laughs> That'd be a great twist. Uh, well, 
there, you know, he revealed a, a member. He he lived. Uh, you know, most people don't do their uh, New Year's resolutions. They don't fall through. They they say they're going to go to the gym, and then immediately they buy the gym membership, and then they start eating ice cream. Well, he's still in that first week, but I think he's going to deliver. He did. He unmasked the first guy at the end of uh, the one three thirteen show, which had Sting coming back. They unmasked, and it was Mike Knox, who I'm sure is not going to be Mike Knox from here on out, but that's who we all know him as, former. Uh, WWE Mike Knox and uh, was he tag teamed with uh, Festus? Was that who he was with? A Devon. D. No, who was he? Doc. You're thinking a Doc. Steve, you gotta no, get the was, names yeah, right. Yeah, who was in WWE? Yeah, who was Mike the, Knox with? Was he with no oh, one? Oh, who's he? Who's yeah. he with? Yeah. Uh, well, he was super thin and trim in the beginning, and then you uh, <laughs> tried to show me something on your computer, and then it fell over. Oh, yeah, it's this great picture of a cat. <laughs> Ah, and it's wearing a luchador mask. I don't care about yeah, it. Yeah, who's this cat? You're not cute. Yeah, you're not cute. I can't see your cheekbones. Your cat bones. <laughs> Show me your cat bones. Show me your pussy bones. <laughs> um, uh, Mike Knox was just a singles wrestler. I think at times they kind of put him in something, but he just got heavier, heavier set, but more not bearded. fat. And, more, and way more bearded, yeah. If you saw him in the beginning of ECW, t- trim, good-looking, bully-esque type of guy, and then by the end... Grizzly man who lives in the woods and then feeds on young children. I wonder if sometimes they just name wrestlers and then they're like, huh, oh, what do we do? I don't know. Let's try to make them more like their name. It's like, ooh, Knox. What does that make you think of? A fort. What if we could turn a person into a fort but not play inside them? That'd be weird. Put more butter in them. Yeah. <laughs> Grow that beard. So uh, he was revealed, and I, I, I want to know more. I, I'm impatient. I can't wait for all this. I don't have that kind of time, Steve. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, our flat screen TV's turning on. Whoa. Curtain jerks. Whoa, it's a, it's, I was going to introduce you, but I, I I can't. It's an Aces and Eights member that's masked. Are you going to tell me you don't care about me? Uh, well, I want to. I want to know all I can. Unmask yourself. Do Maybe it before Kurt I'll Angle just does unmask it, it right oh. up. Just kidding. Oh, you and your, ugh. You fooled me. Aces and Eights anonymity is its power. Its greatest strength, Scott Narver and Steve Sears. Hey, they know our names. Oh, great. That's because we don't wear masks, douchebag. Do you want to recruit us? No. Oh. <laughs> You're not wearing masks. Oh. I know what you look like, so you can't be a part of Aces and Eights. That's the only reason. <laughs> we don't know who the other members are. Oh. Wait. You don't? No, we find out just as you do. Why do you find that funny? You know, just life. You First off, you said just kidding, and then now you're laughing about this. You seem to think this is some big joke, don't you? I thought this was a comedy show. All right. Hey, I just got in from Orlando, and boy, are my arms tired. But that... this is satellite TV, so I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> That is awful. That is a terrible. I'm workshopping it, Scott Armour. So, well, I'm should... workshopping it. Don't quit your day job as being a, a wrestling force uh, that's taking... leader of a shadowy organization. You don't know who your enemies are and you don't know who your friends are because we're all wearing masks. I found out we had a black guy in this motorcycle club. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't trust the guys that are covered from head to toe. I thought that was just a tan. Well, look, clearly... Did you know that we've got Mike Knox? I, I do now. Mike Knox. Well, let me ask you this. You have Devon, who's the sergeant at arms. You have Doc, who's the director of chaos. The director of chaos. He went to film school. <laughs> These are terrible terms. I'm workshopping. <laughs> what, what is Mike Knox's position in Aces and Eights? What is his r- role? We don't have a patch for him just yet, but I patch. think... With something like Fort Knox, I'm probably going to go with Treasurer. Treasurer. <laughs> Treasurer. Treasurer. What is wrong with you? Sorry, I got a bit of mask stuck in my mouth. <laughs> I also don't know who I am. Just yank that out. Just yank it out so we can keep All the right, going. All right, I'll just get this mask out of Oh, good one, Scott Narver. I'm it? not revealing myself to you. Well, okay, you seem to follow a linear path of a biker gang, like, roles. I, I don't know what you call it, because you have uh, probably, like, we're going off the show Sons of Anarchy. That seems to be our, our template. Yes, that's one of my favorite shows, Sons of Anarchy. Did I say it? Did I? Hold on, I got I pay. think you got a little bit of mask I, stuck in your I mouth. I have a little mask stuck in my face. I, I ate some uh, catfish earlier with the Yes, Sons of Anarchy, executive produced by Kurt Sutter. 
staff writer on The Shield for several seasons until he became an executive producer himself. Are you Kurt Sutter? Don't you fucking tell anybody. <laughs> I won't. I won't. You can follow me at Sutter Inc. on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, I don't think anyone wants to do that. It's not really wrestling. Tweet me all of your aces and eights questions. <laughs> I don't think that's what our fans want to do. They Look, okay, Mike Knox, you don't know what he's going to be. Who, who else is there? I just found out that he's white. <laughs> Didn't you know that Mike Knox was white? I thought he was incredibly not tan. Oh, all right. Well, look, who, what else can we expect? You got to give us something, you know? Well, we've got a few more roster members that have a few more dis- uh, jobs that need to be taken care of in the organization. Okay. We've got a, uh, a, a secretary. That's the person who takes notes at meetings at our card table. Mm-hmm. They also keep track of our fridge with our beers. And that's a joint cooperative with our caterer. Oh, a wait. nice little patch that says caterer. Wait, th- you have an actual Aces and Eights member that is a caterer? Yes, they get us barbecue and beer and potato chips because we're bikers. <laughs> is there anybody else that we can expect other than a secretary and a caterer? Yes. Often after we have big raging blowouts, sometimes people would assume we'd get the pledges to clean up. Uh uh-uh, uh, Scott Narver, Steve Sears. We've got a janitor. <laughs> you have a And that's not a race thing. I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> well, that's good to know that We don't know who each other are. All we know are there are titles. Alright, well, what are you? Me? I'm the president. You're the... I hope I'm the president. Well I... It's hard to see my patch on my chest. <laughs> well, I hope you are, Kurt Sutter. What does it say? Oh <laughs> not Oh, don't tell anybody. I won't. I won't. Follow me on Twitter at Sutter Inc. All right. I'm turning off the TV. I'm turning off the TV or changing the input at least. See you guys. Oh. Whoa. I'm a big fan of Sons of Anarchy, Scott. Are you? Yeah. So this whole angle, I'm very happy with. Well, good. I I like it too. I'm not a Sons of Anarchy guy, so I'm living vicariously through this. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not a fan yet. Yeah, I think you're going to enjoy this. uh, I'm not going to enjoy this angle so much you're going to start watching Sons of Anarchy. Am I? Or are you going to keep showing me the the fucked up Japanese movie that we were watching last week? Oh, what was that? Oh, Karate Robo Zabagor? (laughs) I think I You're not kidding. Yeah. You're not kidding. On Netflix right now, there is a movie called Karate Robo Zabagor. And we watched 20 minutes? It felt like more. It sure did. It's about a guy who knows karate who's a part of the secret police. And his brother is a robot that's a motorcycle. <laughs> what was the name of that bug that he fought? I don't know. The one that made me really upset that it oh. was like a diarrhea monster. Oh, and then it never shot diarrhea. It spits acid. Yeah. Out of its mouth. Yeah. What a big disappointment. It is. You know what? This brings up a point I was going to bring up later in the show. We soon will be doing more Gets Jerked episodes. That is where we review stuff. We review... Uh, uh, bad pay-per-views we've done in the past, such as uh, ECW December to Dismember, the very famous uh, Elimination Chamber match with the ECW world title on the line. I'm glad we watched it because it's such a weird ex- like exploration of bu- like bizarro bonkers booking. It's its own episode. Uh, we've also done good pay-per-views, such as WWF Canadian Stampede, which was that 10-man tag match with the Hearts, the Heart Foundation versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and many others. So that was a great pay-per-view that we reviewed. Uh, We've also done movie starring wrestlers like The Chaperone and The Wrong Side of Town, uh, one of which is terrible, one of which is great. You have to listen to find out which we thought was which. Some of them are always really entertaining. I I like to think that we always try to find the gold in these movies because there is a lot of uh, Colorado Rockies to uh, mine into. (laughs) And to go thirsty in. Yeah. So – we want to know from you guys, what should we review next? More pay-per-views? Good? Bad? More movies? What do you want to hear us review? The worst th- are the easier to do, I think. There's a lot to mine. Like, to, it's harder to find the good stuff. Good stuff... We got some in mind. We got yeah. some on the on the plate. Yeah, we got uh, we got a big plate, too. But if you got any requests, we'll, we'll listen. So tweet us, uh, at Curtain Jerks, or email us, curtainjerks at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Yeah, and you'll... Guess what, guys? You'll be affecting programming. <laughs> like, uh, like KQED. It's PBS. It's like, this wouldn't be possible without viewers like you. And when I say viewers, I mean the eyeballs in your ears. Yeah, and if you're just staring at your computer screen or iPod, too. While- yeah, turn on GeForce. What's GeForce? It's that sweet... You don't, You never had GeForce? Okay, all right. Le- lean back into your rocking chair for a second. And, this and- is not a rocking chair. I'll fall over. <laughs> yeah, be careful, Scott. Okay, I'm going to lean back. In high school, we used to listen to music, and you turn on GeForce, which is sort of like the visualizer program. 
on iTunes or I think it was on like Microsoft, Microsoft, MS, whatever music player. Hey, 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 stop looking at the ceiling. There's it's hooks up It's here. hard to talk to you. There's a hook. That's for dental floss. What? Don't make me explain. All right. Um, and you just get high and you look at music. I don't get high. Oh, so you just have to enjoy the music visually. Ugh. I hate Pink Floyd, the wall. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld cutting off his eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, he did look like Jerry. He, he I did, did look like a Jerry Seinfeld. I, I sat with a kid, my friend that would get stoned all the time, and he'd make me watch it, and, I'm, and I didn't get stoned, so I'm watching it going, this is dumb. That guy looks like Jerry Seinfeld all the while hushing his Buzz, buzzing is harsh. I, I don't first, know the I don't know the lingo. First time I saw Pink Floyd, The Wall, I was in junior high, and I was not high, and I never got high and watched it again because I was like, no, God, no, it's very boring. It is, and it's like it's a just a it's a bunch of music videos. It if is. If I want that, I'm gonna go on YouTube and get high, and then watch cat videos. We don't can can we condone getting high? Let's. I, I barely ever get well, high. Well, I'm on YouTube what, all that's the time. Why it works. You can, and I I don't. So it's a, it's it equals out. So whoever the fan wants to listen to. Be like, yeah, I want to be like Scott. Or, yeah, I want to be like Steve. And then they just do it. Yeah, you've got they... options in life. Listeners, make smart choices. If you're going to... Uh, listeners, make choices. <laughs> make choices. Make choices. Uh, speaking of uh, choices and getting high, what a... I had goosebumps during Raw. As much as I enjoyed Impact, there was a great knockouts match that was had. And, uh, uh, you well, know, the I missed... And all I got to see was the main event of, of Impact. What was the knockouts match? As uh, the ladies fighting each other. Did you get goosebumps? Uh, no. I got... Boner Bump. bumps. <laughs> Should have just said bump, right? I think there might be warts. I might have genital warts. Good God. Uh, ribbed for no one's pleasure. <laughs> Raw. Studded for everyone's disappointment. <laughs> Raw. It had a TLC match with Ryback versus CM Punk. That was exciting. That was... It, it was amazeballs is what I'd it say. It was balls. Amazeballs. Uh... Executed to perfection is what I'd say. I, you know, I, I completely agree with you, but I like the sort of it's so weird that Ryback, like the destructive force, it's like it's got to go all the way to the title and then the title's got to happen. And they're sort of in this weird territory. It's like Ryback still seems kind of like a legitimate force. Does that make sense? Even yes. though he hasn't really had a, a win per se in a while, except the TLC main event, right? Him and, and Team Hell No. Yeah. Versus Shield. Like, is he, does he, even with that TLC match coming out as a loss and it was sort of, they cheated, like, do you still think he's kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of the thing. He got screwed over. So he's fine. Like, there's no, like, oh, he sucks now. Like, it's, you know, he had the lights turned out. He had, uh, I was about to say spoilers, like, this already happened. Yeah. So he had the lights yeah. turned off. The, sh- the shield comes up and beats him up, puts him through a table and all that. It's, it's, it's the sheer numbers are out, out matching him. There's something about that, though, where it's like the more he gets cheated, the more I want him to explode. It's kind of like someone serving him with a subpoena, and I want him to eat the subpoena and then the person who's serving him. Does that make sense? Yeah, you want him to feed more. Yeah, I'd like him to feed more. He keeps talking about how hungry he is, and I want to see him eat more people. (laughs) Well, this is a good chance for him, too, because it sets up him being more pissed off at the shield. Okay. Maybe they go into the rumble, or maybe they're not in the rumble, and then they eliminate him, so he gets even more pissed off, you know, and then he'll get to feed. And then it's three-on-one at Mania? Yeah. Do you think he could lift all three and do that, uh, the, the high-stepping? The Why marking? not? Sure. Do it. Sure. Squash the shield. Dent the shield. <laughs> Dent the shield. Dent don't, the shield. Don't break the shield. Dent the shield. Don't break the shield. Uh. I, I it reminded me very much of that uh, that match that I love so much from Over the Edge with uh Dude Love and uh Austin because everything hit everything hit so well and then at the end watching Heyman crying and applauding Punk while Punk's on top of the ladder holding yeah. the belt in his mouth and oh so good I know people said predictable or whatever it's like it doesn't matter it's still how it's executed it, they, if it's I think if something's predictable but executed well you're still in the lead yeah right it was that was such a a fun uh segment of the show and then punk had those promos which were that, stellar that started at 11 o'clock right i don't like, know i we i started timing it and i think either punk came out at 11 or the rock came out at 11 o'clock on the dot and i think that's also because if you start at 11 right when the show's ending once you go over then every once it's in overtime everybody sort of goes crazy rating wise and if you have your draw of the night at like the overtime right. then you're pulling in great numbers and it was a great, awesome segment. It was. But this doesn't build to how big next week is going to be to what I know you're looking forward to, 
Dr. Shelby is returning to Raw. Finally. God, that guy is such a necessity on WWE programming just to sort of break through into that inner psyche of wrestlers and just sort of let people know what it's like to be that angry and to explore Team Hell No and it's just a different... Well, look deeper, people. Use a mirror. Use two mirrors. Yeah, Rock Punk, like, yeah, sure, they said some stuff. I can't even retain what it was, but Dr. Shelby helps people. Yeah, he helps people in a big way. And I am so excited that Shelby's going to be back because it's going to give us a chance to see more of Kane and Daniel Bryan doing their make ups doing their little sketch bits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm He's sorry. got a mask. He's got a beard. <laughs> what are you going to do when you're washing them? When I'm washing them? Yeah. What a terrible intro song. Yeah. I don't want to wash either one of them. Thank you very little. Uh, God, do you think it's going to be like a review where he's going to do like an analysis, or is it going to be another anger management? I think it's going to be more anger management. God, I the utter gall. Just the utter gall of them to announce that Dr. Shelby was coming back. Yeah, for, what is it, the 20th anniversary? Yeah, like, the, for the 20th anniversary, bring back such a, like, minor bit. You know what they should do? They should bring back Will Sasso from the Three Stooges episode. <laughs> Just Will Sasso. Not even Will Sasso. Bring back the guy from Will and Grace who didn't want to be there. Larry. Yeah, Larry. Or bring back a Muppet that no one cares about. It's, it's such a weird. Rizzo. <laughs> Rizzo the, the rat. rat. Yeah. Yeah, but he's kind of adorable. Oh, what about no, the. No, he's not. He's a rat. He says cute stuff. Like what? I'm a rat? I'm covered in disease. <laughs> who are the old guys who are in the balcony? I slept in Miss Piggy's mouth. <laughs> Did you ever read American Psycho? I was that rat. <laughs> who are the old Waldorf and Gromit? No. Uh, Wal no, Waldorf Stat and... Statler and Waldorf. S Satin and Waldorf. Those guys should be at every episode of Raw. Oh, well, they are. That's us. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it is. I'm so glad I did oh, my hair. Oh, Seamus! Go get a tan, you pasty piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just get super racist about how Irish he is. They, that reminds me. I saw something there. I couldn't even click on it because it felt so racist. There is That's big for you. I know, right? There is a YouTube show or a, just one video with Booker T called Cooker T. That seemed extremely racist. On, on Were you just worried? Yeah, that is called Cooker Tea. I'm like, uh, I couldn't do it. God, that, that scared says, me. Uh, that says a lot about both of us, I guess. Well, you think it's fine? Yeah. Well, I like. I thought it was fine until you were like, no, and I was like, oh God, white guilt, white guilt. Why am I feeling so weird? <laughs> do you think he's just cooking watermelons and fried chicken? I don't think. It's oh God, <laughs> is he? Oh man, Did that's not bad. No, I'm sure he's probably got some great recipes or something. But like now that you made it sound weird, now I feel weird about Even it. Even the name just seems like really bad. Well, it's, I'm sure he's not playing an extra from Django Unchained or something. <laughs> I'm sure it's. I'm sure he's got some creative control, Scott. Well, I'm not complaining, but someone is complaining, Steve. There's a big, uh, big. Whoa, whoa, whoa! In wrestling, in the wrestling community, there is a man by the name of Superstar Billy Graham is complaining about CM Punk's promo on Raw. What yeah. a great promo! It's a uh, stellar, so good. Like we're sold, we're going, yeah. we're going to Royal Rumble, going to Phoenix. If we weren't and uh, hadn't planned on buying the pay-per-view, that'd been it. That'd be like, we're buying it. Yeah, it's done. It's happening. He did, uh, Punk did such a great promo that like shades of the Las Vegas promo leading up to Money in the Bank, and it was like truths, but also like with the, such a heel bent to it. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. As much as I'm rooting for him, it's like, oh, I still kind of want to see get punched in the face. Sorry, uh, I just knocked our entire uh, silver platinum table here in the <laughs> penthouse of the Comedy Podcast Network. Yeah, they moved us up. I was so excited. Uh, so this, what you're about to read, Steve, is what, what, uh, what he said, what Superstar Billy Graham said on uh, what's the site? Uh, this is courtesy of sescoops.com. Sescoops. Sescoops.com. Uh, Superstar Billy Graham calls out CM Punk for his comments on Raw. Uh, this is how he starts it. Any news sites can quote can quote me on my statement below. CM Punk, I've lost all respect for you for nor saying no to the writers of the WWE for saying Bruno San Martino only wrestled once a month in Madison Square Garden. You talk about one of the greatest icons ever in pro wrestling like he was a jobber. You should be ashamed of yourself for not having the self-dignity to say no to the writers on that line. That line you delivered indicates that I am a big loser like Bruno as well and insults me as I wrestled in the same era as Bruno. This only confirms more that what I want out of the... 
excuse me, pardon me, this only confirms more that I want my name out of the WWE Hall of Fame. How many monthly sellouts have you yourself drawn at Madison Square Garden? Not a pay-per-view or the Raw TV show. Quit talking trash about Bruno. It's an insult to him and all the wrestlers of his era, including myself. Superstar Billy Graham. And it says superstar Billy Graham and then end quotations. But no start quotation. He, well, this is, I think this is absurd. Uh, For a guy who's been in the business so long, you'd think that he. And uh, a bad guy for the majority of it. Maybe punk is that good that he made superstar Billy Graham believe that it wasn't an angle. I don't know. I think he, uh, it's, it's weird. It's like he took actual insult. Maybe, like, maybe they're paying him. Uh, maybe but I watched uh, yesterday. I watched best in the world punks DVD, like the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was awesome. And it like, it just confirmed everything I thought about punk and his like uh, lovable jerk, mostly jerk, but also very talented. Uh-huh. And he loves wrestling. He loves old school wrestling. And so what he said, I think, is a reflection probably of what he believes, but he also has utmost respect for those guys. It's so weird trying to even defend it. Like, I feel like he's stupid. Be- he's being the heel now of what could be a heel, trying to make everyone upset with saying, like, he's better than those people and he does more than they ever did. Mm-hmm. So, because what else can you do? Like, if he's truly trying to be hated. I feel stupid talking about it right now because it was <laughs> such a great promo and that it's like, yeah, no, see, what he meant to say, what, like, what he's trying to tell you is that he's just trying to build up uh, pay-per-view buys. But yeah. it's like just uh, trying to dis- it's like trying to explain a joke to somebody. And it's like, I'm not laughing. I found it incredibly dire. It's like, That's, no, but no see- that was Rock's promo. Yeah. God, like the Rock's like he still had it and like he had the crowd. But everything Punk said was just like hitting on so many different levels. And Rock was just hitting on that sort of badass level. Yeah. Cookie puss. I did get worried that that was going to stick for a while. Eh, we'll probably hear about it. Hey, guys, uh, my, I should also point out my new Twitter handle is at Cookie Puss. <laughs> um, at Cookie Puss Popcorn Fart. This is so ridiculous, Scott, that I had to go down to the comment section, again, uh, courtesy of sescoops.com. Uh, well, this is a big – I don't look at this site, but I assume it's a it's a huge wrestling website. It's big. That's where I get a lot of information. So I, I haven't assume- been to Lords of Pain in a while, but – so I got to assume from this wrestling website, the people that are commenting below are wrestlers and wrestling personalities. I guess you could say they're professionals of some sort. Okay, so you're going to read these comments. I haven't looked at these comments, but I'm going to guess from what they say who this is in the world of wrestling that's saying these things. Okay, so the first comment is, he's right though. CM Punk can't sell out arenas. He's proven it for over a year. The guy is an egomaniac who thinks he's far better than he actually is. Simple as that. I got no time for Punk. Oh, that's Kevin Nash. Is that, is that Kevin that, Nash? That has to be Kevin Nash. You know what, Scott? You're wrong. That was Kappa 37. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Well, Kappa 37 and Kevin Nash sound so much alike sometimes. All, All right. right. All right. Hit me again. Hit okay. Me again. Okay. Uh, what? You don't think Punk is an egomaniac? LOL. Or are you saying that he can draw? Hell, even Solo Minister had admitted that Punk segments always get low numbers. Get the F out of here, dude. Dumbass. I know who that is. Who is that? That is... Grandmaster Sexay. Ooh. Yeah, Brian, that's pretty good. Brian Christopher. I was actually Kappa 37 again in what? response to this sweet Bon Mott. All right, all right. You must be a complete fucking idiot. Oh. Who's that? Linda McMahon. Ooh, good. You know, after that campaign, I'm sure she toughened up a little bit. Yeah, she's I could defensive, that, you know. Yeah. After you lose and, uh, you know, people are attacking your employees, you get defensive. You stand up for them. No, no, that's actually Sick Nick 419 oh. in response to the first thing I read. See, it's, it's like the movie Memento. All right, well, one more, one more. One, one more. more, okay. Uh, let's see. All right, okay. Here we go. Uh, LOL, the problem is that Graham called CM Punk a teenager, but Graham is the one behaving like a teenager. His time is more than done. I think CM Punk did a great job saying what he said, and Bruno is such a baby-ass pussy for making difficult how-to-choose-clothes in his wardrobe. That is Tony Schiavone begging for a job. You think it's Tony Schiavone? I know it's Tony Schiavone. You know, I wish I could say that it was. It's actually Nelson Cavarajo. Oh. Damn it. Hey. No, I think uh, I think we learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. There. Thank you, SE Scoops, for letting us raid your message board. Yeah. Uh, plug for friends of the podcast, Wrestling Memes. If you love wrestling memes, which we all do, it's, it's quick, awesome entertainment, something that you can share around. Super easily. Uh, go to facebook.com slash wrestling memes or 
Follow them on Twitter at wrestling underscore memes. Go to facebook.com slash wrestling memes. They got the best wrestling memes out there. They got the best wrestling memes out there. They're hilarious. And all other wrestling memes are Mike Adamly. God, I wish I could have made that rhyme. That last one was too hard to sing song. It is time for jerk tweets. Every week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Here, let me just press the button for the uh, jerk tweets theme song. Uh, The button's broken. Scott, I can't press the theme song button for jerk tweets. It's because it's currently uh, being worked on. Oh, there's this tiny little caution tape around it. Yeah, it's very tiny. Uh, Uh, Look, and AJ Styles has got a tiny little hard hat and he's directing traffic. (laughs) He is. Yeah, it's very intricate. He's like one of the guys from Fraggle Rock. He is. He's, but we're not supposed to be aware of him. And oh, they, they're little construction guys. And they eat guys? glass. They, what do they and do? they build crystal stuff. Yeah, but did they eat it too? I forget. I think it's we're gonna have to take a trip to Netflix after this episode. Is Fraggle Rock on there? Yeah, I think so. All right, Fraggle Rock it is. Take that, Karate Robo Shibo. Karate Robo Zobagor. <laughs> Silly me. Jacko one five zero two one nine seven six says, "Will we ever see the jerks on tout? If not, why?" Oh, we got plans. We're going to be doing tout pretty soon here. Yeah, we got big plans. We're just getting some tech equipment all set up and some pages all set up. And then uh, you'll see you'll see visual touts from the jerks here soon. Space plans. Space plans. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just went somewhere. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, Brian Spoon 79 says, New Year, New Year's resolutions. What do you think would be the resolutions for some of the stars of WWE and TNA? Hmm. I'll throw it out to you. All right, hit me. Okay. Hernandez. Ooh. What's his resolution? Well, I think what he's going to do is he's finally going to finish that wall tattoo that's on his back. <laughs> like, it looks like this, like, it looks like the Berlin Wall. Like, it looks like it's just pieces left, and he just left the part where somebody left wrote Hernandez. Right. Finish that. Get some, uh, get some pillars on the sides. All right, so he's going he's gonna to finish up his tattoos. Okay. It looks finished. Does, it looks unfinished. So he's going to finish it. He's going to finish that. Well, can a tattoo ever really be finished? Because it's a living part of a person. Oh, God, it's living? Yeah. I think you watched too many Tales from the Crypt. No, it was an ep- episode of the X-Files where the guy gets the tattoo with the ink made out of the LSD plant. Oh. Pink Floyd the Wall. Don't care for it. Don't care for it. Okay, let me give you somebody else. New Year's resolution for Mike Tanay. All right, Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear this, Scott. No, I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me. I'm asking you. Uh, who's Mike Tanay? He's the announcer. For who? TNA. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tanay. Oh, my God. You know what he's going to do? <laughs> he's going to change his name to Mike TNA, Mr. TNA. It's going to take him this long? Yeah. So- it ju- yeah, the fact that he just realized it right now is utterly ridiculous, <laughs> but he's going to do it. All In right. fact, how utterly boneheaded for a person not to know who Mike Tanay is, even though they recognize him uh, visually or the name. Mike, TNA. Okay. All right. Uh, JBL. Ooh. You know what he's going to do? No. He's finally going to give those horns back from his limo. He's giving them back? Yeah. Where do they belong? On top of that bowl that he decapitated. Oh, jeez. can't give them back. He decapitated <laughs> no. that bowl. It's dead. God. So what is- what's his resolution going to be? Uh, I think he's going to put them on his scooter. His scooter? Yeah. His Bermuda... Bermuda... His, Bermuda... his Bermuda buzzer? Okay. The One- Bermuda buggy? One more. Ezekiel Jackson. Uh, last I saw him, he was imitating Lady Gaga on TNA Impact. What? Oh, Jesus. No, I was thinking no. of Orlando. Um, oh, Orlando Jordan TNA. Orlando Jordan in TNA. Ezekiel Jackson. He's from Oakland, I think. I don't I, think so. <laughs> no, I thought he said that he was from the Bay Area on his Twitter uh, stream once. Okay. I'm Our pl- streams crossed. Pretty sure the guy is, uh, like, South Africa. He has an accent. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Does he? Yeah. He's not from America land. God, I am just awash in white guilt now. Just, like, <laughs> total. What a mistake. Uh, what a terrible person I am. Um, Let's see. I'd like to see more of him. Wait, yeah, but what is his, what is his, uh, what is his New Year's resolution? I would say a better YouTube channel so I can see more of them. A better YouTube channel. Yeah. Let me see. I'm looking up here. Uh, Build from South America. Born in Linden, Guyana. Where does he live? Guyana. 
Where does he live? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have his address on here. You know what? If I was Ezekiel Jackson, my New Year's resolution would be to get proper contact information up on the internet. <laughs> well, here we go. Here, here's what it says in his Wikipedia page in a personal life. Jackson is a graduate from the University at Buffalo. Okay. United States. That's all I have. That's, That's all, all you got? All right. Once we get more personal information, we'll be sure to put it on his Wikipedia page for uh, everyone. To help him out for his New Year's resolution. Yes. Okay. Uh, Legit Leprechaun says, I predict 2013 will bring a new WWE title, but who would you guys like to see unveil it? Punk? Rock? Swagger? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I'd want to have Rock unveil it. That'd be weird. Yeah. And the part time over there. And like, it'd be strange if Bischoff did it for no fucking reason. Like, hey, guys, I'm around. Hey, I don't work here. Yeah. What's up, no sex? No, Jack Swagger. How you doing, scrotums? Good. You're looking skinny. Are you okay? I'm doing. I'm doing so many laps. I'm. I'm trimming down. All right. Trimming down because I'm gonna go after Cesaro on that U.S. title. Whoa. Well, you know, we were just talking about uh, someone unveiling a 2013 new championship belt. New championship belt. Yeah. A championship. Yeah. Do you think that's something you could handle? Oh, like design a new uh, WWE championship? I wouldn't say design. Design. Wait a minute. Sorry, design. There's design. There's a little bit of gold peeking out from your underneath your blazer. Are you, are you wearing a giant belt right now? What are you saying I'm wearing a big old belt? Are you wearing a rodeo belt? What is that oh, thing? All right, all right. It's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be a big reveal here. All right, you know, like a, uh, you know, like a uh, Clark Kent, Superman. Yeah, is that a reveal? Swagger belt! Oh my god, Look what at is that? It's a belt suit! Did you make... It's a championship suit! You are wearing... Alright, so you just undid your blazer, and underneath your blazer, you're wearing an entire other suit made of belt. It's a championship suit. Wow, good God, you made that whole thing? From neck to scrotum to toes. Is that why you're walking without bending your knees? I can't bend my knees. Jeez. Because it's gold. You look like I can't the, bend my elbows You either. look like the copper man from, like, the Copper, man. this thing's made out of pure gold. Really? 84 carats. Jeez, that looks really heavy. You are, So you want to debut. Because you can only be a championship wearing it. You, wanna de- you have to be a championship belt to wear that. That's right. So you want a new belt that's so big it covers the entire. You look like Iron Man without a helmet. I'm looking like an Iron Man that's a champion of badassery. Jeez, how skinny are you underneath that? Because I thought you were skinny when you came in here. You're now wearing a suit of armor. And I do laps in it. Really? I run, I run the track. How w- I would say, how would you run? You look like you waddle. I wa- well, I waddle at high speed. Uh, would you like to lay down in one of these chairs? Oh God, yes! I'm so I'm so tired. All right, see if you can bend your neck here. Just, yeah, you, so you. It's essentially. Like, I barfed into the suit a couple of times. You barfed into it. I barfed into it. There's th- a neck hole for me to barf into. Good thing you don't have a helmet for that thing, because then you would asphyxiate yourself. Oh my God! A, champion, a championship helmet. Asphyxiate. A championship helmet. No, you. No, 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 no. Back no. to the drag board. No, we just clanged away. <laughs> Chris Bickley 5 says, with WWE believed to have had the four main matches for WrestleMania set and how they're getting to them all worked out, what would be your top matches for the show and how would you build to them between now and WrestleMania? This Mania, I take it. <laughs> yes. Okay. This WrestleMania coming up. WrestleMania 29. All right. So, okay. We got to look at it like this. There are four main matches. There's a World Heavyweight Championship match. There's a WWE Championship match. There's an Undertaker match and a wild card. Wild card is a last would have been last year's Rock uh, Cena match, correct? Yeah. Okay. Something else. So we're gonna do these one per week. We're gonna we're gonna answer uh, Chris Bickley five one per week. So this week we're gonna come up with a World Heavyweight Championship match. All right. What do you look at? Get that cat off your screen. Sorry, I just wanted to get show Lucha you. Cat off I of there. I wanted you to see Lucha Cat. Don't care for it. Don't care for Lucha Cat. I don't care for it. Um, so we're starting with the, uh, with the World, World Heavyweight Championship, a title. Okay. Let's see. Currently. Currently. Ricardo Rodriguez, I believe, right? No, that's, nope. Yeah. No. Alberto Del Rio. Who, yeah. Ricardo Rodriguez, <laughs> the power behind the throne. Oh, God, white guilt. Oh, white God, guilt. you're so racist. <laughs> now you can't tell the Mexicans apart. Oh, my God. All right. 
Steve. I go with the names that I like, and I like Ricardo Rodriguez more than I like Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> well, that's nice. But oh, Alberto white Del explanations, Rio. white excuses. Uh, well, spoiler alert, because this I'm not sure when this episode's coming out between now and when SmackDown is released, but the spoilers of SmackDown, as Steve has revealed, is... As revealed by WWE, I guess so. I, they put it out there, but if you're if you're good at not seeing that stuff, then well, spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! I got spoiled for uh, you, guys. Spoiler alert! Alberto Del Rio won the World Heavyweight Championship from the Big Show this past SmackDown. I believe so. It is so. I read. I read it. It's true. Yes. Wait, uh, you read it on the internet, so it's true, Scott. Yeah. All right. So Alberto Del Rio is the World Heavyweight Championship going into WrestleMania, assuming he's going to last till WrestleMania. So what do you got? A big show rematch at Royal Rumble? Uh, I, uh, who who who's going in? We gotta we gotta book a little bit ahead and then pull it back. All right, all right. So book now. Yeah, book now. Well, book ahead and then pull it back. Yeah, book. That's ahead. why I'm saying Royal Rumble. You want to go farther than Royal? I want to see who's the champ going into to uh, WrestleMania. Going into WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, we gotta set the stage. All right. So we're booking by the seat of our pants, huh? All right, all right, fine. Who has the belt going into WrestleMania if Alberto Del Rio has it now? If Alberto Del Rio has it now? Yeah. He's got a title shit match. Title shit match. <laughs> title shit. Yeah, maybe it's Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus, everybody. Hooray! That's what I can't even comprehend at the moment, is Alberto Del Rio tries to beat Sheamus three, four times. Can't do it. Can't be done. Sheamus loses the big show three, four times. Can't beat him. Can't be done. Alberto Del Rio beats Big Show immediately. Easy. Easy. I don't get it. I hope Big Show's okay. <laughs> probably not. He's probably got a broken heart. Yeah, he's got a real big broken heart. All right. I'm going to say Dolph cashes it in beforehand. Gets it off. Oh, gets it from him. Yeah. Gets, gets it, it from, from him. him. Gets it from him. Gets it from him. And then so he's going into Mania. He's going into Mania, World Heavyweight Champion. That's got to be a hell of a feeling, main eventing yeah. sort of WrestleMania. Briefcase lists AJ Full and Biggie Langston addendum yeah he's got all that stuff Ooh, that's exciting yeah so he's got he's got his squad of guys so you got to have some guy going in there who's going up against all these odds i hope yeah he's got without that briefcase he doesn't have a second chance so he's got the belt he's got what he wants where's your rumble winner is it wwe or is it the world heavyweight championship Jeez, uh god it's tricky it's really tricky i say he gets this one i say the rumble winner goes up against the money in the bank winner Okay, that's it's a good way to build it. I like that. Scott. Thank you, thank you. So John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. You're gonna do that? Is that what you're gonna do? No. Yeah, don't it's do weird. that. It's very strange. I don't want to see that again. I want to see something S- silly. Silly. I want to see Daniel Bryan. Ah, uh, tag teams. He's already he's already tethered with a belt. You know who I go with? Who? Christian. Whoa. Yeah, Christian. No whoa. <laughs> New last name. God, I could. I'd love to see him in a program back, with Ziggler. Wins the Rumble. Those two guys go at full speed, blonde hair just flying through the air. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Both those guys are blonde. Nobody's <laughs> going to know the difference. <laughs> well, I guess you're right, Pat Patterson. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's what I do. Hey, I'm just let me book this match, and then when I'm done, I'm going to smell your hair and kiss you by me. <laughs> Christian wins the Rumble, and then is, is going up against all the odds, faces Biggie Langston, uh, tries to seduce AJ, doesn't work. Even though he's he's a charming he's man. He's a total charming man. And then uh, they fight. They fight at WrestleMania for the belt. This Probably in the opener, sadly. But uh, we should also, full disclosure, Christian is your favorite wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you sold me on it. Your passion sold me on this. Boom. Book it. Book it. Booked. Okay. One last thing before we wrap up this week. This, is, uh, this was startling to me. Uh, I looked at The Rock's schedule. The Rock is set to work 11 events in January and February. He's going to be on Raw on January 7th, uh, SmackDown January 8th, which has already happened at the time of this recording. Uh, he's there at a bunch of Raws and SmackDowns and at the Rumble and at Elimination Chamber. This guy's going to be around a lot. His schedule is out there, and he is here for the fans right now. Wow. So his availability, I mean, he is making time for the WWE fans. This is really great that he's around for everybody. Whoa, 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 just a moment. Achtung, achtung, achtung. Uh, hold on a second. Are you... Do, you don't recognize me, Scott Nava? Steve Sears of The Curtain Jerks? You're former WCW wrestler Alex Wright? That's right. I am Alex Wright. Are you? Yes. Do your dance. Take a picture of me. Do your dance. This one? 
Oh my god, you are Alex Wright. Thank you, thank you. I don't have any hair anymore. Why? Why, why did you shave your head? It goes better with the fact that I'm balding. Look, look, don't distract me. Don't distract me at all. I have plenty of time that's available for the WWE Universe and the fans. Nobody asked. What? Nobody asked. I'm telling you, the answer is, I've got plenty of time. The Rock is available and doing all of these things for the WWE, and I am available. The Elimination Chamber, the WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, Sunday Night Heat, <laughs> Nitro, no. Thunder, no. Superstars, <laughs> TNA Impact. Those shows aren't, uh, uh, some of those shows are around some of Will and Grace. <laughs> I'm sure Will and Grace would love to have you. Night Rider. Night Rider. Uh, look, Adult Swim Super Prison. <laughs> look, Alex Wright. Is that what it's called? Is it called Super Prison Super Jail? Uh, jail on True TV. I am available. I'm sure. I, I, you know what? And we'll put it out there to all of our friends that work in the entertainment industry, Alex Wright, that you're available. I know you have lots of contacts, Scott Nava, Steve Sears. We do. We have some contacts, yes, but uh, you, we'll, we'll get to it off the air. Alex Wright, uh, I'm even wearing my gear right now. You are. You're wearing a leather jacket and a, a Speedo. It's the best way I can put it. Very old school goes up to my nipples. It does. It's You stayed in good shape. I'll, I'll give you that. Good for you. Google me. Alex Wright. Google me. I was in WCW. I don't think... Well, I, this is very funny. People will enjoy that I came onto the show today. You think this is funny? It yes, sounds like you're very funny. for a job. I'm sure no one is wondering who I am. I'm available. <laughs> that's great. Look, we. that's... The, Alex, we gotta go. We gotta wrap up the show. Well, you know how I wrap up my show? <laughs> you're just doing your weird, awkward dance where it looks like you're chugging uh, <laughs> those hands in the motion that you make. If people were to Google how you dance, it's a slight variation of how you're, uh, it looks like you're, you're gargling. Uh, Thank, like you, Thank you, Scott Nova. Thank you, Scott Nova. Looks like you're choking down dicks. I'm available. I've left a day planner with my days in it. Wide open. Why wouldn't you hold on to your own day planner so that way you know when you're open? Moonsault. 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 Alex Wright just moonsaulted out of the studio. Man, I like when he dances. Wow. Next week, Curtain Jerks. Rejected Touts return. We're going to have Rejected Touts back, Steve. Yeah, I'm excited. They're rejected. <laughs> And, and also, we, uh, we accept them. And also, the road to Curtain Jerks GM begins. Get ready for it. Next week. So until then, I'm Scott Narber. And I'm Steve Sears. Have a kick-ass week. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedypodcastnetwork.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, it makes us a global phenomenon Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.